Scandal. Do you guys do the Dr. Dre story? Which, uh, I, which I love. Can't remember. It might have popped up. So a bunch of celebrities uh, were outed over the weekend for amounts that they've donated to colleges and then their kids got in. That's the old-fashioned way, right? You donate a ton of money and surprise, surprise, your kid's smart enough to get into what prestigious university? Right. Just a coincidence. That, yeah. Well, you've got a special relationship with the university and your child will... Bring the needed diversity in uh, tussle-haired rich children. Dr. Dre, he was a rapper and producer and magnate. Currently a physician. And worth about a billion dollars. Mostly from his headphone company. Right. Uh, he bragged over the weekend that he got his daughter into USC all on her own and put out a tweet of him and his daughter and stuff because she went to USC. And, um, my daughter got in all on her own. Uh, then there was some clap back, as happens in the modern social media world. In pointing out that uh, he, Dr. Dre, whose real name is Andre Young, donated $70 million to USC, mm-hmm. along with uh, this other guy, Jimmy Levine. Levine. Levine? Yeah, Levine. Anyway, but uh, 70, music mil- magnate. $70 million donation to their um, music program. You donate $70 million to a college, your kid will probably get in. That's, I think that's the way it's always worked. If only I'd known. <laughs> but at least that way, if I'm going to school and my friend has their name on one of the buildings, I know you're kind of a dullard. It has to be <laughs> above board. That's what, that's what all this is. He did it the legal way. <laughs> yeah. But th- I've always assumed that that happened. I mean, I, I don't quite get being so in love with Harvard or Yale or whatever. Meryl Streep donated $2 million. She, Meryl Streep went to Harvard. Harvard and, has the biggest private right, endowment of... Right. She donated $2 million, and her kids, a couple of her kids got into Harvard. These universities that have more money than they could ever use, no, no matter what the circumstance, you're, you just, you're just so in love with that, that learning institution yeah. that you feel like they need more money, or are you just trying to get your kid in there? Yeah. You're just getting your kid in there, aren't you? You can't possibly think Harvard needs two more million dollars. I know what is there. What is Harvard's private endowment? Can you Google that? It's in the hundreds of millions. In fact, it might be over a billion. I, I hate to go crazy. I'm trying to rack my faulty, faulty memory. The real number, I'm sure, will be impressive enough. But I've ruined it by saying a billion. Uh, thirty-nine billion. Thirty-nine billion. It's an insane so amount of money. I'm sorry. I thought a billion was insane and and tried to retract it. Yeah. Uh, Kantner Fitzgerald billionaire Howard Lutnick made a $20 million donation to Stanford, which also has, a, a, you know, more money than God. $26.5 billion um, for Stanford? Yeah. They, the, these these institutions have more money than they, they know what to do with. Right. Money is not a thing. You're donating mm-hmm. money to get your kid in. Which, again, you know, I've always assumed it worked that way. I don't like that it works that way, but it's always been that way, and I don't feel like I have any way to stop it, so that's just the way it is. That's one of the reasons I'm not that into the whole prestigious university or impressed with your degree or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. What does Harvard need all that money for and, and still raking in many millions more in case of an alien invasion? And they don't have students for 35 years? They can still you know, pay their electric bill? I don't I don't get it. But so Meryl Streep got to say her kids are going, yeah, she got into Harvard. Oh, that's fantastic, Meryl. 
What, what is that? That's weird on both ends. Yeah, I know. It's it weird is. for the kid. It's weird for you that you're taking pride in the fact that you're wealthy enough to donate money to the university so your kid can get it. And then other people act like you're a good parent because you have smarter kids. Or I don't know what they. I don't know what it is on any level. You've got good bloodlines like a racehorse. Uh, here's a question for you. Do the, the prestigious universities pretend that your kid got in on their own? We thank you for that gift, Mrs. Streep. And, and, and listen, this is so funny. Uh, little uh, Meryl Jr. is well qualified. We'd have been happy to admit her either way. But thank you so much. Is that part of the deal, part of the service you get? I don't know. I get the <clears throat> feeling that you don't bring it up when you're at... Whenever you bring up where your kid's going to college... If you're Meryl Streep or whoever you are, I doubt you ever also mention all the money you donated to the university. No, I just I'm I'm wondering because like Dr. Dre is a very bright guy. I mean Andre Young, very sure. bright guy. It wouldn't be shocking that her, his daughter's nope. very bright too, nope. and, and she got in on her own. We this is not dispositive. This is not Jack. It's evidence. It's not proof that something funky was going on. I don't want to be unfair to the young lady, um, but I just wonder if that's part of the deal. But now, and of can't. course you'll tell them that they would have gotten in anyway. Yes, sir, I know. I'm, I know. Uh, to be fair here, Jared Kushner's dad, Charles Kushner, donated $2.5 million to Harvard, which we just learned has how many billion dollars? Uh, 39.2. Oh, almost 40. <laughs> yeah. If the stock market takes up, they'll hit 40. <laughs> Jared Kushner's dad gave Harvard $2.5 million, and Jared and his brother graduated from Harvard. That, I, you know, I don't know. There is my uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, Kate's uh, university keeps calling. Um, uh, I'm not giving them dime number one. I give them enough. Hell no, hell no. <laughs> I don't get that donating Thanks money. Thanks for educating my daughter. I, as I recall, I I got bills for it pretty frequently. I don't get that donating money to your university. In some cases, they got more money they know what to do with. In other cases, I gave you, I think, more than I probably should have to get what I got anyway. Mm. So what what is it for? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, do it if you want. I just have never understood it. And these cases are all, I'm supposed to believe that had nothing to do with it. Jared Kushner's dad gave $2.5 million to Harvard, which is why Jared went to Harvard. You know, I enjoyed the heck out of my college experience. Absolutely I loved did too. it. On every single level. And I paid but, for it. <laughs> but, you know, for what it's worth, I went to the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. And, um... And, uh, and and they've fallen on really hard times lately because uh, Michael Madigan and the, Ma- the mobsters in the state capitol have ruined Illinois' finances. It is, it is like secretariat 24 lengths ahead in the race to be the first bankrupt state. And so it's really hit the universities. And when I took Little D, my youngest daughter, to check out U of I, um, it, was, it was not impressive. Just the, the people, the tour, the, it was just not up to any of the other schools we went to. This is my and I favorite. think it's because of budget problems. This is my new favorite thing, Googling the endowments of these colleges. So, uh, University <laughs> well, of I'm, Illinois... I'm in the middle of a thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it tied in with the but money. It's got nothing to do with me. I mean, why would I give them a few grand or whatever to bail them out? It's got nothing to do with me. Your state's mismanaged. Go but find this, some money yourself. But so, All right, what's their endowment? Are they well endowed like certain of their graduates? <laughs> oh, my God. Hilarious. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. $3.4 billion. So, wow. so they're doing the classic thing, then, of you're just trying to make things crappy, hoping to squeeze more money out of taxpayers. Probably. I don't know. Probably. I, I don't well, know. Well, they got plenty of money there. So Spend it would some say. of that. Yeah. Well, I don't, okay. <laughs> 
So this book is called The Price of Admission. It was written in 2006, and it's got all this information, and it's getting a lot of attention recently because of, you know, what? Um, college, and he says in the book, colleges are eager to admit children of rich people and celebrities, even if a donation is not immediately forthcoming. The presence of celebrities at parents' weekends and similar events generates favorable buzz and publicity that can translate into more giving from impressed parents and alums. So just being famous alone is worth something. Having the famous kid or parents mm-hmm. at your university. I see. That's, that's worth some money to them, they think. <clears throat> or in many cases, like Lorne Michaels, he donated six figures to three universities after his kids went there. But in many cases, according to this book, there's an assumption that you'll be donating a lot of money. I don't know if you have that conversation out loud. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I think perhaps I've been hasty in my judgments and a little tight on my wallet. I think I will endow uh, U of I uh, if they're they're willing to build and and label the Joe Getty Institute for making jokes about the news. <laughs> Young people can be trained in that gentle art, the art that I have embraced, the art that I have spent my adult life engaged in, and and uh, will identify promising youth from uh, from downtrodden sectors of our country and train them in making jokes about the news. The Jiggy Majam. Joe Getty Institute making jokes about news. <laughs> right. The Jiggy Majam. Right. <laughs> right. And I'd go there for the ribbon cutting, and I'd make a speech, and, and my name would be up on the side of it until I got outbid 20 years down the road, and they'd kind of mumble some apologies. And You know, it, it sucks if Dr. Dre's daughter is smart and worked really hard and everything like that, but I just I just don't think you can brag about your kid getting in on their own if you donated $70 million to the university. Right. Yeah, it's like famous rich people affirmative action. People assume you just got it because of affirmative action, which is hurtful and insulting to people who got it on their own. Yeah. Interesting. You I don't are, know the good doctor's daughter. I don't either. We have offended you. We apologize. I wonder if she's going to go into a life of medicine like her dad. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. friends and I just love to help anyone with any problem, no matter how large or small, from uh, making instruments for a band to teaching a friend how to fly their first kite. And you know how we do it? How? We use the big ideas behind coding to solve problems. You don't say. I do say. Well, do you think you could, uh, you could help teach me? Oh, I already did. Huh? You know those directions I gave you? Yeah. Well, directions are one of the building blocks of coding. That's Sesame Street characters. I didn't recognize either one of those voices. Uh, Whoring themselves for Apple? Yeah. Uh, Big Bird and then the uh, the, the helpster, the helpful that was, monster. Neither one of those was Big no, Bird. No, one of them was absolutely Big Bird. <laughs> well, I believe that uh, was looked like Big Bird. It sure didn't sound like Big Bird. And, uh, Flightless, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> the other one is a uh, helpster, which is a helpful monster, which I guess is a thing on, on Sesame oh, Street now. God. And it's Cody, and she's talking about this new thing where I guess the Apple streaming service is teaching kids, kids are, to code. Kids are so soft these days. Monsters aren't helpful. They tear you limb from limb. <laughs> Everybody knows that. 
So Apple with Sesame Street characters teaching you to code. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I'm not against it. Sesame it Street weird to me, though, right? <laughs> like, that's... Like, it would be weird if in the, I don't know, three decades ago, Sesame Street was teaching kids, here's how you work on a Ford assembly line. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. weird. Where do I put the screw cookie? Whoa. <laughs> right. I don't know how to build a car. <laughs> you already did it by just thinking about how to blah, blah, blah. Right. Sesame right. Street uh, ate itself years ago. Yeah, please. It's so annoying to me. Oh, by the, by the way. It's like a childhood friend who's grown up to be some sort of murderous junkie. You just have to wash your hands of it. Yeah, snuffle up, I guess. Speaking of Sesame Street and my kids who watch Sesame Street, I took my uh, third grader uh, snowboarding yesterday on the way home. He said this was the best day of my life. Oh, nice. You can't do a better trip than that, can you? Nice. Better than them saying, man, this this blue. How did it go after he bonked his head getting off the lift? He didn't mention it until last night, so. Did you? The bonking? Yeah. But he persevered after that. Yeah. Okay, that's great. That's great. That's a metaphor for life right there. It's like he already knows coding, according to Sesame <laughs> yeah, Street had, slash had, Apple had, Corp or whatever the hell. <laughs> he was scared of getting off the lift, which I still am. I get, I, I get the reason for that. But he kept saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I said, you got, he's, I said, from now on, every time you say I can't do something, I'm going to pinch you. Because we've been talking about this for quite a while. <laughs> You've got to stop saying you can't do things. It actually convinces your brain. And you then you can't do something that you might have otherwise been able to do. It's not, you can't do that. He just kept saying, hey, look at me saying can't. And he, and, and he just kept saying, I can't do it. And uh, we had a long discussion about that whole you know, convincing yourself of things. Which now that's, that's... I'm, I'm bad at it myself. But I do know it's true. That's some really, really good parenting there. On the other hand, I'm taking notes. Let's see. Promising ice cream. When you're not promising ice cream, you're pinching him. I'm (laughs) calling the county. I didn't tell him, if you ride the lift one more time, I will buy you whatever you want when we stop to get ice cream. Anything you want. What did he he end up choosing? We stopped at this little artisan ice cream place in one of those funky little towns where they make their own cones and hand make their own ice cream and everything like that. And... So he wanted uh, one of three different kinds of scoops. He got an Oreo vanilla, he got a peanut butter chocolate, and then he got a mint something or other. But mm. the scoops were like the size of a softball. Right. Yes. And this giant cone, and he ate it. He finished it right as we were pulling in the driveway two and a half hours later. Oh, my he gosh. Ate he ate on it two hours. He oh. ate on it for two hours. And he kept saying, I think i got to take a little break. And he held oh. it in his hand. Oh, man. <laughs> Just melting down the that side. That's life lessons. You got to persevere. It was like nine pounds of ice cream. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I had no dinner last night. That's all he ate. Ice cream might be the perfect example of by the time you can afford as much of it as you want of it, <laughs> right. you realize you shouldn't and you can't enjoy it. <laughs> oh, ice cream. I think cream. I got to take a little break. Oh, oh, oh. I said we could throw it out. You don't have to finish. Oh, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I started it. I'm going to finish it. <laughs> Man, I uh, ice cream's like donuts. I steer clear. I just never seek it out. Once in a great while, maybe. I love it so much. It's good. I didn't have any, but it was hard oh, to resist. Oh, man. So, uh, complete change of topic here to uh, Cher's distress over the uh, the Mueller report. <laughs> oh, uh, no, the musician Cher. God, what was that clip we had after the election? Katy Perry. Katy Perry is crying. Katy Perry couldn't even sing. Somebody was crying. at Mother Swift? Madonna is crying. Madonna's crying. Katy Perry is crying. Yeah. Yeah, if you can find that, Michael, I'd <laughs> be priceless. It was election night. It was awesome. So, whipped up political uh, activist Cher 
was uh, stunned. Married to a skier herself at one point. Oh, boy. Unfortunate tie in there. Uh, But so the the report came out, um, and uh, she tweeted, and I follow... I have not, nor will I change my opinion of Trump, his evil, or his ties to Russia. He is up to his neck in crime and corruption. There are two things that cannot be hidden forever, the sun and the truth. Oh, that old saying, you can't hide the sun forever. What? (laughs) Was that in, if I could turn back time, like in the third verse or something? I'm not sure I've ever You're up to your surgically tucked neck in uh, weird metaphors. (laughs) You know, and this is an article on various celebrities being angry and disappointed over the Mueller report. <laughs> I got to admit, uh, actor and comedian Billy Eichner, um, well, he had some super crazy partisan stuff, but I got to admit, I do like this. Did not imagine a world where they were able. Hmm, hmm, hmm. So much more clever if you say the words. Did not imagine a world where they were able to indict Aunt Becky before Donald Trump. Oh, a reference to Lori Laughlin from Full right. House. Oh, speaking of indictments, did you hear Jussie Smollett left off the hook? Marshall, I think, is going to be reporting on that. I'm already running into people saying, "Wow, just like Trump, falsely accused." Ooh, no, no. Ooh, what's coming no. up? News, Marshall. Well, as you just mentioned, Smollett has the charges dropped. We have uh, got the latest from Donald Trump on fake media. And the $100 million settlement a major university just made for faking research. Coming up. If I could turn back time, I wouldn't have gotten that fifth plastic surgery. (laughs) That was one too many. Now I look like a freak. Mm, Not a nice thing to say about an aging woman. That's unkind. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. tried your peanut butter jelly jelly peanut butter thing, Sean, and texted that that was delicious. Oh, you're talking about the peanut butter jelly where you put peanut butter on each side of the bread, creating a moisture barrier, preventing the jelly <laughs> from seeping through and ruining a perfectly good sandwich. I've never tried that. I'm going to mm. try it today. It's the only way to make a sandwich. Maintains the purity of the jelly. Yes. Mm. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Jesse Smollett says he will be forever grateful for his friends and family who stood by him. Speaking to reporters after all charges against him were dropped, Smollett said he's been truthful and consistent on everything from day one. What? This has been an incredibly difficult time, honestly one of the worst of my entire life. But I'm a man of faith, and I'm a man that has knowledge of my history, and I would not bring my family, our lives, or the movement through a fire like this. I'm a man that has knowledge of my history. Yes. What an interesting thing to say. He was targeted because he was a black man, Jack. Falsely oh, accused. Okay. That's what he's trying to say. Okay. Unfortunately, Justy, you did it. <clears throat> the evidence just fell apart because the uh, Nigerian... Now, I was watching some coverage on the cable news, and they lie all the time and are bad reporters, but... From what I was able to gather, they just had a problem with the evidence. The check that was written to fake up the attack. Right. Now the Nigerians might be saying it was actually for workout help and the rest of it. So their key witnesses are starting to flake. And so the prosecutor said, all right, I'm not taking this one to the bank. Um, the cops are going to make a statement, that, though. It's not that big a deal anyway. He's he's ruined. He's a numbnut. So. I don't know. Faking up crimes, I feel, should have... 
some sort of pushback. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Something tells me the superintendent of the PD in Chicago is not going to say, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Oh, well, we're done. Well, no, he particularly, Sean, faking yeah. up racially charged crimes right. that, yeah. that make some people think, yeah, we really are the kind of country where this sort of thing happens. That, that fans the flames of an already landmine of a kind of a cultural moment that we're in. And, and just, justifies their own bigotry. Right. So is he, is he as, as of right now, just going to get away with doing that? Yes. Yep. Wow, that's incredible. I want you to know that not for a moment was it in vain. I've been truthful and consistent on every single level since day one. I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of one drop of what I've been accused of. Wow, you are insane, dude. You are completely insane. So that whole, they've got the receipt of you buying the hat and the bleach and right. everything. They and have the, video of video. your buddies buying I, all of I've it. I've seen yeah. the video. I mean, the... So all that, you're going to continue to go with the no. I was attacked by some Trump supporters in MAGA hats, is what happened. Well, and people who believe emotionally, not logically, are buying it right now. And the bodybuilders say, yeah, we did that. They just, the, the evidence for the how he got paid, they got paid, fell apart. But they're not, de- they're not. Then let's one of them decide it. to change their tune or whatever. Maybe, because right. I'm sure old uh, Justy hired some really good lawyers. And I'm sure they said, listen, all you have to do is change your mind about testifying this whole thing falls apart. So how about that TV show that he was on? They booted him off. Empire? Yeah. Yes. Do they have to take him back? No. Yes. He might have something in his contract. Look, I didn't do anything wrong. I was falsely accused of yes. something, and you fire me from a show? The yeah. producers of Empire have just released a statement saying they'll let the press know if the actor will continue in his role at a later date. He's a nut job. He either thinks we're way stupider than, than we are, mm-hmm. or he's a complete nut. Right. Of course, right. he is a complete nut. He faked this up and went on TV shows and cried about it, mm-hmm. about how devastating it was for him and his race. Well, and then he went to his friends and coworkers and lied to their faces, and they knew it, which is why they dumped him. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll it'll come out in specifics why the, uh, the local prosecutor isn't filing charges. And it isn't because, well, we found out that there are... The MAGA hat wearing lunatics walking through predominantly gay black neighborhoods of Chicago in the bitter cold in the middle of the night right. looking for TV stars to, to uh, bedevil. That's not the explanation. Meanwhile, President Trump is faulting the media in the Russia probe, tweeting that for two years they pushed the Russian collusion delusion when they always knew there was no collusion. Trump was tweeting uh, today a day Which after. Which confusion. <laughs> and lived to contusion. A day after Democratic House Committee Chairman asked the Justice Department to provide the special counsel's report on the Russia investigation by next week. Now, Trump has repeatedly said he has no problem with the report being released. Everybody says that. <laughs> it's a fake argument. When he was uh, asked uh, more about this yesterday, he was saying he welcomed the final results of the Mueller investigation, but... Last of a long time, we're glad it's over. It's uh, 100% the way it should have been. I wish it could have gone a lot sooner, a lot quicker. Uh, there are a lot of people out there that have done some very, very evil things, very bad things. I would say treasonous things uh, against our country. And Trump went on to add... We can never let this happen to another president again. I can tell you that. I say it very strongly. There you go. How about stories? That, that there are so many stories, and I hope somebody compiles them all in a book or a documentary or something. All the stories that were out in the just in the New York Times and the Washington Post, and then the way they were carried on the networks. But the 
Our sources are telling us the president may fire Robert Mueller as early as this weekend. I mean, how many times do you hear those right. kind of stories? He was never fired. He got to do his job. Now they may hold back the report. And it, no, the report will come out. After they get the stuff out of it that you can't see. All right, everybody. Good Lord, are you going to you keep, you're still doing what, what you got caught doing. You're still doing it. If you consider only the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, and MSNBC, how many stories on the Russia probe? Just those four outlets. The answer, 8,500. Surprise on the Russia probe. Wow. I'd also like to note that I think a large part of all the, Trump did a very good job of setting the bar of being collusion. Every time it was brought up in the last two years, there's no collusion, no collusion. And so despite some of the other things in this report, the fact that he, I think he did an excellent job of pegging that as the 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 binary factor of the, the report. Yes, no question. Yeah. 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 Uh, are you saying the other things in the report as in possible obstruction? Yeah, the obstruction. The yeah. I, I, I think the, interest, uh, the conversation about did Mueller punt the obstruction decision to Barr or to Congress I think is interesting and should I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out. But Trump was brilliant, and I don't say that easily, in pegging the, the yes-no answer as right. collusion. Duke University is going to be paying more than $100 million to settle fake research lawsuits. Federal prosecutors said Duke knowingly submitted information they knew to be false or fabricated when they were applying for research grants. Yesterday. The whole research grant thing is such a yep. scam. I got a friend who is involved in it. I wouldn't want to talk too much about it because I wouldn't want to get him in trouble, but it's just a game. Just completely a game. You just got to come up with the right person who um, uh, that's their biggest concern. You convince that person that, oh, yeah, this this will help with global warming. Then they'll come, they'll sign off on a grant. Right. You don't have any attention to, to follow through on that. You don't think it's going to do anything. It just gives you enough money to keep your doors open for however much longer. Right. Complete game. Yeah, yeah. And you ask the financiers what result they want in many cases. Sure. Yeah, if you want yeah. to keep getting money, right. you better get the result they want. Right. Yeah, yesterday Duke agreed to pay the federal government $112 million to settle those allegations. One last I know a place, and this friend of mine worked there, where they, they would they would literally be working like as they're running out of money, come up with another grant they could get. And then, okay, ooh, got another $2 million grant, so we're good through, you know, August of 2020. Wow. And just paying salaries and keeping the doors okay. open. Not about solving whatever issue. Didn't have anything to do with it. That's how a lot of the phony research, as you pointed sure. out, Jack, uh, gets out and gets around. Without more and more studies, not based on really anything factual. That's your news. I'm Marshall. Philip C. Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'd like to make it clear for the record that at the recently announced Joe Getty Institute for making jokes about the news... Uh, imagine all of our research will be faked up. I mean, <laughs> we will not spend a moment nor a dime on actual science. When they ask, not a chance. How did you come up with that? It was better for the joke, right? Exactly. That was just a punchline. Don't worry about it. But you claim that forty-four percent. No, that was just the, the setup. That's it. It's just jokes about the news. That's all we do here. So I learned over the weekend. Then the next day, I'll put out a big study and hope the media just ignores it. I may be stealing at a very high level and owe somebody a lot of money. 
I found out over the weekend. You may be doing it, too. Cut me in. I'll keep my mouth shut. Among other things. <laughs> coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the, of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Came across this video the other day. Hi, this is Jill and Opal from Mikaku. This is just a, a quick um, video showing you how to put pants on a pigeon. Um, I just took Opal out of the aviary. He was with his wife, Pretzel, and he was okay, not that... Okay, so well, my favorite part of that, of course, is the beginning. It's a four-minute video, by the mm-hmm. way. I'm just I, going yeah, really. to um, uh, demonstrate how to uh, put pants on a pigeon, she mm. says, mm. completely straight face. Right. <laughs> Well, and I appreciate it, because I, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> oh, oh, we should post that video. We have it on our Twitter feed, but we should post it at armstrongandgetty.com. Man, oh, man, oh, man. I don't know if that, by definition, makes you crazy, or if you're just into hobbies I'm not into. Or... Ask Opal and Pretzel, the happy couple. <laughs> don't you have to at least acknowledge how odd this sounds? Pigeon pants. Now, I know a lot of you aren't into this, but some people own pigeons. And like to clothe them? <laughs> you just can't say... I'm going to demonstrate how to um, put pants on a pigeon. <laughs> I was unaware that the only pigeons I'd ever seen had been streaking nudist pigeons, right? <laughs> Exhibitionists. Yeah. Really like... Perverts. Like Charlie Rose and Harvey Weinstein just yeah. walking around with them hanging out. Just really hedonistic oh, pigeons. <laughs> right. Some, Which, some of them even by like giant Catholic churches in the piazza. That's a surprise show by Hedonistic Pigeons last Sunday that I caught. It was great. <laughs> wow, yeah, only 200 people in the club. <laughs> While we're on the subject of birds, I guess, what is this? So there was a competition of uh, people imitating seagulls. Okay. Here's a, a little montage of several competitors with, I believe, who won the competition at the end. Okay. These are all people. All right, here's the winner. That's the sound I make during lovemaking, by the way. That's disturbing. Oh, there, yeah, good. that one really got the crowd oh, going there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here is the uh, here is the, the I- next room over in a hotel. You got a lady putting a pair of pants on a pigeon. <laughs> I mentioned I may be a thief, unknowing thief, and I may own so, owe some people some money. I was on David Crosby's Twitter feed over the weekend for some reason. He's a musician. Crosby, Stills, and Nash from back in the day. Maybe you've heard of him. And the birds before that, a fabulous uh, tunesmith. Uh, David Crosby. Coincidentally, he, the birds, yes. He said, these are real numbers. Per stream, Napster, 19 cents. Apple Music, point zero 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 seven three five. Dozer, Spotify, Amazon, Pandora, YouTube. He goes through all of them. They're all fractions of a penny. He said, get your song played a million times and get less than $5. That seems fair. Wow. Yeah, that's a big, big thing now in the music world. I knew that was not great, but I didn't know it was that bad. I mean, I stream music. There are are artists I've discovered since music streaming started. I've listened to, God, I don't know how many hours of the music, Mm -hmm. and I probably haven't made them a cent. Yeah. And then uh, somebody followed that up with, said, really? I'm an indie. When I sell a CD, I make $8. If I sell on iTunes, I get sixty-nine cents. Streaming, I don't make. I will never make a blanking dime off streaming. 
another indie artist. Yeah, I basically have stopped getting royalties, or at least there's so little I can't count on them for anything. It used to be enough money that I could put money into my studio or my equipment or something, but now it's nothing. I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. That's that's a problem. I mean, as a... I don't, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I mean, I, I stopped years ago letting people record CDs for me and then listening to them. I stopped doing that. I started to, if I want to hear it, I'll buy the CD. Mm. Or I just, because I was stealing from them. Right. But now right. I'm doing yeah. basically the same thing with the streaming. Yeah. By paying yeah. ten ninety nine a month to whoever. Well, the music world's gone completely bizarro. I was shocked when I learned uh, a short time ago that you're opening band on a tour from a big band. They pay for the right to play. They write a check for ten, twenty-five thousand dollars, whatever, for that slot, just for the exposure, sure, and the opportunity to sell T-shirts. It's I guess just, that is a career move, but yeah, yeah. it's just gone. It's weird. One of my favorite kind of new musicians. He's got a saying: "It's buy merch, not music." And he sells shirts, and he's got a website, yeah. and like that's right. he's openly telling his fans, "This is how you support me." Maybe not that's like, what I should do. The bands I really like buy their T-shirts from their website. Yeah. But I'm fine with you. Don't get to be a gazillionaire anymore. That was a weird. In fact, in fact, somebody hooked onto an article that was really good about that. It was just a weird anomaly in time. People who are good musicians used to travel around on foot. You know, whatever you call minstrels. Minstrels. They walk. Right. Well, they walk the roads from town to town, and maybe some people would put some money in your basket in that town as you played your flute in a way that, your lute in a way nobody'd ever heard before. Maybe but, get some quality time with the blacksmith's daughter, if you know what I mean. Oh, but, yeah. But j- just during that short period of time where music was pressed on a piece of plastic and it was the only way you could get it, by giant corporations who kept most of the money but picked a few acts and they got but rich. But the idea yeah. that you get to fly around in your own private 747 around the world and have gazillions of dollars because you can play the guitar, that, that's not, there's nothing fair about that. I mean, that doesn't need to happen in the world for people to make music. No, it's neither fair nor unfair. Right, it's just right. what it was. Yeah. Um, uh, but, it, you know, it's never going to be that way again. It's just not going to be that way again. Nope. But uh, these people that I've listened to their music and enjoyed it so much, I hate to give them nothing. Which is what I'm currently doing. I thought they were getting something. I knew it wasn't as much as it used to be, but yeah. I didn't realize it was no- a million plays of a song Crosby mentioned, and he got nothing, basically. Well, yeah, so uh, a million cents, uh, obviously a hundred would be a dollar. It'd be a lot of money. So, um, <laughs> yeah, things divisible by, <laughs> by ten are so confusing to me. <laughs> but I'd be happy to pay a penny a song. I mean, who wouldn't be? If you listen to 50 songs in a day, at the end of right. the week, you'll owe 350. Right. I can do that math. Yeah. It's unfair. I want the show to be over, this guy's making exactly what he deserves on that. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought oh. from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo, what's your final thought? All right. Congratulations to Jack's son, who, despite falling off the ski lift, managed to conquer the mountain. Just shows the power of the pro- the power of the promise of ice cream. Yeah, no kidding. I love you, ice cream. I love you so much. <laughs> Positive, Sean, your final thought. Yeah, I got an article here about Democratic lawmakers looking to introduce a, beer, uh, a bill to ban open market stock buybacks. I'm a, I'm a part of the investor class. I got to figure out if this is good news or bad news. 
Okay. Uh, Marsha Phillips, final thought. Boy, in the uh, Jesse Smollett case, Chicago police are reportedly furious the prosecutors have dropped the charges against him. The police superintendent, you'll remember Eddie Johnson, expected to speak shortly oh, about this decision. Bring that'll it, Eddie. Be good. Yeah. Bring it. Jack, your final thought for us. I would like to hear from musicians if you're in the know on this. What should we be doing or how bad is it in terms of uh, you making any money out there? Text or email. Yeah, you can mailbag, email mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, my final thought is this headline. Ex-CIA director John Brennan admits he may have had, quote, bad information. Regarding President Trump and Russia. (laughs) You were the CIA director. Your kind of thing was figuring out if information was good or bad. And you were the source for all of these stories, John. Tell you what, if I were on fire and John Brennan said there's water over there, I'd ask somebody else. Please, John Brennan. Liar! Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com for all the clicks we talked about, links to the stories we discussed. Also, you can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. How messed up or weird is the music business these days? Or if there's something we ought to be talking about, send it along. Yeah, I want to hear the reaction to this Jesse Smollett thing. There's going to be fallout from that. Oh, yeah. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. And he said, oh, dude, I get it, I get it, dude. There you go. Armstrong and Getty.